0: push it, and it doesn't seem like the timer's going, is it?
1: Yeah, it's going.
0: Where's the timer at? Uh, I don't
1: know, but it says there's a stop signal there, so that would indicate that something is going. Oh, there it is. It's so small.
0: See that little timer right there? Oh. Uh, so, it's on. Yeah. barely. Just barely. <clears throat> so, we're going. So, let me, in fact, on the last recording, we we were hitting the table so much with the Cigar cutter, it was really annoying. So, we probably, I don't know, maybe I should. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> where. the a little pillow or that hat right there. Oh, yeah, get that hat, that's a good idea. And lay it right there, not the wicker basket, and i will lay it on top, and that'll kind of cushion it, and then
1: it won't quite be the same. Until it unfolds and throws the phone down, and yeah. clackety clackaboom. Um, I fiddled around the levelator a little bit, so. It's such a simple thing, right? Yeah. Just drag and drop, is it still that way? It is. The only problem is I export to MP three,
0: I have to open the MP three in Audacity and then export it as a WAV file before I can put it in level later. And then only go a, it only takes it only takes a couple different it doesn't take MP threes. That's lame. So
1: then I have to b- export it or import it back into Audacity. I would say just use the Audacity feature. It probably has a feature for that, too, doesn't it? Well, it doesn't, under seem, it
0: doesn't seem to be as
1: good. Yeah. It's There's
0: supposed to be, but it's
1: not. There's supposed to be a leveler under effects, and it's not there. Well, so. Why don't you record as a WAV file? Level 8, then open it in Audacity. Because like the voice recorder on, uh-huh. on that is I think, is a WAV file, isn't it? Or an MP4? It's an MP4. <laughs> but by default, it's an MP4. So I don't know.
0: I just, but it's really easy. I can export it as anything. It just takes an extra five minutes or
1: whatever to... Mm, yeah, five minutes or so to export it, probably. Well, you can be the judge on whether that's worth it or not. Do you, do you listen to the podcast? Sometimes. I usually, I only <laughs> listen to one completely. Have okay. you listened? No, I'm never. Yeah. I was there. I didn't. In fact, the <laughs> reason it I listen to... Need to be unaware you. of myself
0: the last one I listened to <laughs> to find out that the compressor the compressor I used actually made the recording skip yeah so I'm gonna have to be careful using that compressor but levelator is so good but you know, is that the time compressor or the it, it was both it I used the compressor to do the same thing levelator does but levelator is way better but then I also took the pauses out and I think the one that took the pauses out didn't did it do it, made it skip mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so um, I actually think Levelator might squeeze it a little bit when there's pauses. It might just naturally do that hmm. because one of the ways that you make nothing instead of bringing nothing up, you just cut it out. If there's nothing, so it might just naturally do that. It's possible.
1: It's possible. So well, I can't talk about it. The weather's really nice today. It, it is beautiful. It's cooled off. So nice. It did, it did. We're supposed to butcher chickens on Saturday. It's supposed to be like 100 degrees. It's the worst. I don't know what we're gonna do, but we have to do them in the shade with a big fan. Uh, well, it's always windy in my house, but we've got I got a big 12 by 12 canopy, and we're gonna get a couple other 8 by 8 canopies from a friend. So we should be able to be in the shade at least for the heat of the day. But it's still gonna be you start good. at 5 a.m. Oh, I'm going to start earlier than five. Okay.
0: <laughs> how many How many hours you got?
1: I don't know. We okay. We have some, we've built in some efficiencies this year that should make it a little smoother than last year. And last year we did 200. This year I've got a little more than that. But if we don't have to wait for the things we had to wait for last year, then we should get done. About eight hours, I think. Maybe five. for we're really, well, really be nice, Five it? to ten would
0: be a nice day. Oh, yeah. Probably before that.
1: Got hot. Yeah, we'll see how that all works out, but whatever. Oh, I do not know. We uh, we have lost some from the heat. Mm. Which mm. I, we were doing so well, but yesterday we lost some, so... Mm. You do have a five minute alarm, sir, right? Yep. Okay.
0: My internal T alarm is telling me it's almost five minutes. We've got five seconds left. Mm-hmm. Two, one... Welcome to Doug and Joe Talk.
1: I'm Doug. I'm Joe. (laughs) We didn't even plan that. That was amazing. I know. (laughs) So I'm chomping... We're on fire. We are. I'm chomping on the bit wanting to talk about this because we... Yeah. We literally did. We lit before we even uh, started to record. Before we started our (laughs) pre-record. Yeah. So...
0: Because Tell them, them so, what we got. Tell them what we got. Yeah. Okay. This is a Durango cigar, and they they make their claim. They're actually a real small company, which is interesting. They and I actually think they're an offshoot of a bar. Like some guys that own a club decided we're going to make cigars. I might be wrong on that.
1: There's but. there's a hand scribbled the name on the wrapper. I did that. that oh, that you was, did. That was me. I wrote because oh, when man, I wrote, I thought that was no. Man, because well, curiously.
0: Their labels don't yeah. say what the cigar is, but every label's different, so they know what the cigars yeah. are. But um, but
1: us poor consumers, we got no idea. I know. So that's why I scribbled well, I was a little disappointed. I thought they had just <laughs> scribbled the name on the on the cellophane, but okay, whatever. Okay, so, yeah. so Durango, they kind of say that they're this
0: pipe tobacco cigar, and in the past, I, I ordered this sampler and had a couple and thought, oh, I don't like these, I'm going to give them away. But... It's been like maybe two years ago, and I'm like, I'm gonna give them another chance. And I only, I think I had like five different types, different flavors, and I tried two and didn't like them. And so I was like, we're gonna give these guys another try. And you can. Because we wanna like it. We both agree. We, right. wanna, we wanna like these cigars. It's a pipe tobacco cigar, I wanna like it. <coughs> so I'm gonna go back to the beginning in a minute, but I'm gonna start with right now. Because right now, the basic cigar taste is a little better. That doesn't mean it's good. It means it's better. But I'm, get, I'm getting some of the pipe tobacco. Um, and I'm probably pretty picky when it comes to pipe tobacco. And I'm, I don't think it's, at this point, great. What do you,
1: where are you... Well, I was just going to say it's growing on me. I It's tasting a lot sweeter, which is probably that pipe tobacco coming out. But it doesn't taste... Um, it doesn't taste like a pipe, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, which I think gives credit to what it is. It shouldn't taste just like a pipe. It shouldn't taste just like a cigar. But it's... a uh... will get a little puff there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's right, it's on the fence. I think maybe that's part of the reason it's a little frustrating is because it's sort of not a cigar and sort of mm-hmm. not a pipe. So it's I, not falling into our categories. but
0: I guess I do, and I have to be careful because I love pipe tobacco. So if I'm expecting it to be one of my fancy pipe tobaccos, it's not going to be that because it's partially a cigar.
1: So... Okay, so I want to ask a question about the brand and Mm -hmm. their philosophy maybe, or maybe not so much that, but could it be that this is a small company, it came out of a bar, could it be that the reason that they found such great success, possibly, is because this is sort of maybe someone's first cigar? And maybe somebody that doesn't even necessarily smoke a pipe, but they they went to this bar, and they, oh, hey, guys, we just started making cigars. Here, try one of these. And they tried it, and, oh, it's so good. Because, I mean, let's face it, it's super mild. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. It's not abrasive at all. You, I mean, when we retrohale, you can't even feel that there's smoke. There's no burn. Mm-hmm. Little tiny bit of tingle when you first lit it up. But other than that, it's it's... It's a, really it's a smoker. It's a. I would say. I would say this. I'll make a declaration. Okay. This is a very noob-friendly smoke.
0: Okay. I got. I got to give you some credit there. Um. I think you're right. And like, and I'm tickled that the sweet, a little bit of the sweet pipe tobacco is coming through. And uh, in fact, look up on your text. See. See what. See what it said. I'd like you to read yeah. that because it'll say what what the pipe kind of the pipe tobacco is. I think it had some Virginia and some other stuff, but. Um, but I, I think I need to concede that a little bit because a really light mild cigar, I would say I don't like it. That doesn't mean it's a bad cigar, that just yeah. means it's light and this is kinda of light and a little bit boring on the cigar side. But as the pipe tobacco comes through I think it I think it's better. And in the beginning it was boring, but I think in the beginning we might have just been getting all light cigars. Yeah,
1: it's it's increasing in its complexity. Yeah, and the flavor's definitely ramping up and we're maybe an inch down. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm an inch. Okay, so the it says our flagship blend is a light bodied Virginia Cavendish, aged with vanilla beans, to offer a creamy, lightly sweet taste and a memorable pipe aroma. It it also says that it's their best seller. This so this is their initial, this is their This is this was their first one and their best seller. Which right off the bat it's better than the other two I had. Okay.
0: Um
1: like if it ain't broke, don't break it. Like maybe yeah. they broke it. <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, it's not unpleasant. It's just not what we're used to. Yeah, and I don't want to be regular. a snob,
0: but uh, we, we have yeah. we have like I don't know. A couple months ago, had a couple great one, great yeah. cigars, and so now it's like anything we try isn't <laughs> living up.
1: <laughs> you got to be careful that we don't. I would, oh, I guess, yeah. I guess I would review this positively. I would review this cigar positively, but, but, because uh, man, we've had worse ones. Oh yeah. And uh, it is, it's, it's pleasant. Oh, so Kim Jong Un, man. Yeah. So he and Trump hung out. Yeah. Did they do golf and have a massage? I don't know. It's one of those things that, given the. <clears throat> Okay, we we if you listen to us at all, we're pretty favorable toward the president. But with with what the media or whatever, all of the naysayers. Ooh. Oh no, what we'll is okay? That's bad. You, you might need to narrate that. The, I started to pull the label off, and the wrapper's coming off. So I'm going to oh, actually yeah. keep the
0: keep it on because it's pretty bad. Like the rap, the label's really stuck to the wrapper. Might so. be
1: terminal. Might be. Gosh, I'm sorry that happened. It's still going to seal up enough for you. We'll see. It didn't we'll look see. like the binder was coming off. Okay. Well, anyway, so. with with all the crap that Trump's been getting from everybody, from late night pseudo comedians to pundits and everybody like that, this meeting with Kim Jong Un is so. It's like it's it's too easy to make jokes about it because it's kind of funny, mm-hmm. in some ways. But I think it's uh, I think it's great. Have you? What do you have any thoughts about it? Well,
0: yes, and it seems like the, folk, the, the few folks that I've listened to that have commented on it have been pretty hard on him, and, and for logical reasons, saying it does, he doesn't really have a plan, he just went to hang out with him. But coming from, a, coming from me, a guy that spent almost 20 years in youth ministry where the focus was on relationships, you know, you build relationships with teenagers, you get involved in their life, what their interests are, and because you have a relationship with them, then you can share things about God. Well, so if someone is a real hardcore politician, they're going to think, leadership, agenda, you got to have an agenda, you got to go with this, you got to know what you want. And Trump's just thinking, dude, I'm just going to go hang out with this guy, you know, smoke a cigar with my buddy. He don't think he smokes cigars, but, you know, that kind of attitude, <laughs> yeah. you know, just hang out, pretend he's my buddy, you know, be nice to him, tell him he's a great guy when he's a
1: freaking evil dictator and maybe somehow that could be good in the end mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> I don't, from from what i've heard and i don't know who you've been listening to and you probably don't know who i've been listening to but like i've heard a couple of things um one i heard that that uh more was done in this these talks than is really that they're releasing right now but for it, essentially what i heard is that basically trump gave him a sales pitch he sold it like a mm-hmm. salesman and said, "Like man, look at this. You have amazing beaches. You're in a good spot in the world. You can have hotels. You can have tourism. You can have all the. I mean, basically, like s- said. Listen, you you guys are st- literally starving to death. You could be you could be wealthy beyond any of your dreams. This is what's standing in the way." And he basically gave him a sales pitch, like a real estate sales pitch. Mm. And and uh, I mean, I think he got little. Little Kim's, uh, um, how should we say it? I think he got him thinking a little bit.
0: You know, on one hand, if an evil dictator is completely motivated by money, but it raises all of
1: his people, yeah, and makes him rich.
0: I don't makes him look good. Yeah, that's better than that's better than I them mean, being you can, starving to death. Right? You can
1: force your people as he has done, as what as far as I know. You can force your people to say good things about you, or you can cause them to really mean good things about you, you know. And uh I don't know. Uh, another another guy I heard talking yesterday on a local radio station was saying if Obama had met with Kim Jong-un, we would be going crazy right now. Oh, yeah. And he's he's totally right. I mean, just to be honest, he's totally right. But like for example, remember when Obama met with Castro or whatever? I don't actually remember. He met that. with Castro, but and and but he was, you know, he actually did a pretty good job with the conversation he was talking about. When Obama met with people like that, it was all about us just giving them stuff mm-hmm. and us conceding more to like make them like us better, instead of actually getting in there and sort of seeing our interests, you know, worked on. Yeah.
0: You know, it it is interesting, but the idea of. Making money, making your country great. great again. Yeah, making your country great again. That's hilarious. Make M A K A. We should start selling maca. Hats. Oh my god! Make make or no. get it here. Make Korea great. No, make North make Korea, ma- Korea ma- great. Ma-
1: again. K- g- g- I don't know what it would be. Make Korea, North Korea great again. M N K M N M N K G A. Yeah. M N K G A. I don't know. Anyway, it's, that's a really well. It's hard to say because yeah. it's in a different language because it's Korean. Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm sure, they could pronounce it fine. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Oh, anyway. So that's what everybody's talking M-A-D-A, about. M A D A make another
0: dictator. No, no. I'm trying to. What? I'm trying to <laughs> come up with something else. It that won't work. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Anyway. anyway, but uh, you know, it's possible. That's
1: maybe that's all he wanted to do. You know. Well, I mean, really, a that's sales pitch. that's that's the best of. I mean, in your political philosophy, anyway, wouldn't that be the better route to take? Well, you know, if you honestly, if
0: you have an evil person, you can't motivate him by doing what's right. Then a free market, or as close to, you know, doing business and making money as you can get them to go, that's going to be the most moral you can make them.
1: Yeah. Or, I mean, at least if you can begin to, well, like you were talking, open the door to a relationship, and then via that relationship, perhaps, you can sort of begin to unindoctrinate think about how he was raised, I mean, it's not—he was born into this. I didn't think about that either. Yeah, I think maybe I'm giving him a lot of leeway here, a lot of benefit of doubt. But, but I mean, maybe he just doesn't know any better. Is that possible? I don't know if that's possible or not.
0: Oh, I would say it sure. I would say it, it sure is
1: possible. As indoctrinated as a lot of the North Koreans are that I've heard about, I can believe that he probably he might not know any better, or that he actually believes the things that they've told him about himself or whatever. Well, and I, you know, I, I, think this this applies. I don't know what the what the s-
0: systems are like in North Korea, but like I, I know it's not a cask system but the same way. But I, I, wonder if, you know, if somebody like him looks down on, you know, the other people in the country and thinks they're less. But I do know when I saw that in India, um, there was this weird. It was odd to me. That the people in the lower cast just were like, yeah, was, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm down here. It's no this is just who I am. They didn't care. And I actually anticipated the people in the higher caste, casks casts the casks would be looking down. It is past five o'clock. We've got casks. I on know line. I know, casks. <laughs> um, that they would be look like condescending to the others. But they weren't. It was just like, oh, we've all got our positions and this is just where we are. And they weren't condescending to the people in the lower castes. Of the caste system, and it amazed me. It was just, it was just, yeah. This is who we are. No big. Because if you know who you are, you don't, you don't have to condescend anybody. You're just there. Right. So that was interesting. So I guess I'm saying that to say, you know, what, what's, what's it like? What was he taught? You know, was he taught these people are less than him, and all you do is you give them what they need to not die, and so they can serve you.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I really, I, you know, I've already made a few assumptions about that country and things, but I really don't know a whole lot about North Korea. It's been closed and closed off for so long. I think that a lot of people don't know anything about it.
0: Yeah. Oh, anyway. Whatever you do, if you're talking about him, and I know I've done this wrong, (laughs) like, you don't refer to him as Mr. Un. (laughs) Right. Kim. It's (laughs) It's Kim. And it's like, I'm sure I've done it before, just in small talk, but it's like, Kim is the, because they put their last name first. Right. And so, so I would be Mills Doug Eugene. Mm. (laughs) Mills Doug E. (laughs) Yeah. So, so, uh, only you'd have to say it with a Korean accent
1: to make it sound really authentic. (laughs) Nurse. (laughs) Sure enough, if we try, we're gonna get <laughs> oh man, pissed. At We've, oh, we oh I don't know if there's been one one recording where we haven't said something that somebody could get offended by. That's I'm what sure. we need to do. We just need to get some social justice warriors listening to us throwing. Oh a fit gosh, that we us. would be yeah. yeah. That's that's a good
0: strategy. I think <laughs> Maybe
1: we'll try that. Uh push it out.
0: So I've got this idea, and I it's funny it's if I throw it out, somebody else will do it because we're recording. But <laughs> that I thought about. Doing some videos, the top 10 ways to get banned from YouTube and doing a YouTube video. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Fun. Banned? I had some ideas, but I'll tell you when we're not. You don't want to, to, to get
1: it. banned, I don't think. I don't think you do either, but. But doing it would. If you said the Take wrong. Take it from someone who is eternally banned from Are, are you? Like, so far, yeah. So, so far?
0: Oh. Anyway. Hmm.
1: So I, I interrupted you. I shouldn't have done that.
0: No, I'm not going to say any more, because if I talk too much, I'll. I'll reveal my ideas. Maybe maybe I should do an update.
1: Yeah, your your ash fell I did lose my ash, and I had a little bit of a conical uh, ash okay. remainder. So I would say probably not not too bad. I think it probably has to do with the fact that that Cavendish was wrapped in the middle there. Could be, could be. But
0: um, definitely, it's definitely a whole leaf. I mean, a, a short filler cigar wouldn't be holding on like that. So that's definitely whole leaves because I got a two inches. Yeah. On mine, still hold through, and it's definitely gotten better. It it Mm -hmm. tastes better, and it's interesting because as we talk, I'm trying not to think about it, and it almost tastes like a mild sweet cigar more Mm -hmm. than it more than it does pipe tobacco. I agree, uh, which is interesting and yeah, agree. you can see and this is important to tell the the listeners you can actually when you look in the foot of the cigar you can kind of see where the pipe tobacco is so it's kind of obvious that they've wrapped the, yeah. the leaves around the pipe tobacco so gotta give them some credit well
1: you can smell it in the foot smoke for sure
0: if I'd leave the garage and come back in five minutes I'd probably oh, yeah. really notice it mmm mm. So, Excellent. Well, Yeah, yeah how, could, how would the world change if some evil dictator just decided to be a capitalist
1: and start building nifty beaches? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? <clears throat> the nature of evil is weird like that. Like, there, there's, um, there's part of me that thinks <clears throat> sometimes, you know, like, okay, take that guy like Kim. And what if he saw that the truth, this is a truth... And I don't think it's even disputable. I'm sure there are many that would like to dispute it. But our sort of the American Judeo-Christian worldview has led us to be, I believe it's that, that's led us to be the most free and the most prosperous nation that's ever ever lived on this earth. Yeah. If, you know, I wonder sometimes if a guy like Kim, who's been, I mean, he's like been soaked in this demagoguery, Mindset for his whole life—this rule by fear, iron fist, you know, total censorship, total control, whatever you are—I don't know. There's there's terms for it, I'm sure. But if is it possible that he could wake up to an idea like, "Oh wow, you mean if I became like a Christian, if I lived like that, if I lived like that, if I adopted that set of world of views, okay?" And and I'll leave the faith element out of it, but like if I if I decided to view all people like this and decided to act like this you mean I could have legit like a, like a more legitimate authority I could have more prosperity I could have more of all the things that I'm trying to get by coercion and and I, it's making me feel yucky yeah, I mean I don't know if it doesn't make him feel yucky yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know, have you, know idea. That you don't feel yucky I don't know Maybe. I'm sure that you can be but most people aren't aren't you know, I mean, like there's there's like psychopaths and sociopaths and people that are incapable of feeling mm-hmm. yucky about the bad things that they do. But I mean, mo- most people aren't like that. I don't mm-hmm. think. I don't know. I'm I'm way out on a on
0: a it, it limb, would be pretty neat if he just said you know what you mean you know if he just said what if I raised everybody's lifestyle would that raise my lifestyle yeah. And even though it's completely, you know, a selfish reason for doing it, you're, you're not going to raise your lifestyle by oppressing and killing your people. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't just work that cool. way. I mean, gosh, I don't know. Like, you know, and... and yeah, we'll
1: see. We will see. So, so update. See. So update. I didn't I really update. Said. I
0: said we should update, and okay. then, we, then we didn't. Um, I said that it's definitely a whole leaf cigar, but... Um, yeah, again, I'm, I'm not... It it doesn't seem to be pipe tobacco. It seems to be a sweet, simple cigar. And I would say Virginia Cavendish is going to come through. It's going to be sweet. I'm not... Was this the one that said said vanilla beans? Mm Mm-hmm. If that's there, it's subtle. Maybe
1: Aged in vanilla beans. You can smell it before you light the cigar. Oh, yeah. Maybe I got some on the pre-draw, too. Oh. Interesting. Aged with vanilla beans. I wonder where they got... Or how much they got of vanilla beans. I mean, I know you can buy vanilla beans, but, I mean, they're expensive. I wonder how, how do they, I mean, bury them in a crate of vanilla beans or, <laughs> or what, you know? Yeah. I'm curious about that process.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I took, when I tried to infuse some inexpensive short filler cigars, I actually took a syringe and got liquid vanilla. And I th- and, and, uh,
1: like vanilla extract,
0: just yeah. But the liquid that would fit in the little bitty syringe, and I shot it into the cigars, and hmm. that's what I did. So that was actually infused. It wasn't. It, they might have just sat them in the crate together or something, mm-hmm. We're in the same room. <clears throat> so a complete side note: when I visited the this tea factory, and for the life of me, I'm blanking. Oh, Celestial Seasonings, like I think it's either Boulder or Denver somewhere hmm. out there. They had a um, mint room. It was like air sealed. Like it was, they have all kinds of herbs, but the mint room was mint was so strong. They had it completely separate. They sealed it off. Mm-hmm. And when they gave you a tour, <laughs> they're like, you may not want to go into this room. Some people don't like it because it'll burn your eyes and it'll burn your nose. And I'm like, I got to walk into this room. <laughs> I walked yeah. into the mint room. Nope. And I kid you not, there was so much mint in the air, it was burning my eyes and nose. Wow. And he said this is we sh- we keep it separate cuz it's so strong it will just taint the rest of everything else. Interesting. So
1: are there people that work like do they work in the mint room? I mean.
0: Well, it looked like the mint room was there for if they're, you know, they'll open the door, they'll go in, they'll get a crate, take okay. it out and use it and
1: but so, close so the, so, the so it's not out. big enough that there are people in the mint room. You know, working. working, all the time. No, but the that. mint
0: room's bigger than this garage. Right. So, right. by by probably twice the size of wow. this garage. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, but it's it's like air sealed. It just it was cool that that is
1: super cool. Yeah. So,
0: random piece of information. No, I,
1: I think it's fascinating. Ever since, well, I worked in the coffee industry, and they, uh, oh it. wow, that was that was a legit two and a half inch. Yeah. Plus ash there. And it did have a little
0: bit of hot on it. Um, when it landed, it was hot. And when I knocked it onto the floor,
1: so. All right. Anyway, well, what I was saying was, uh, when I worked in the coffee industry, they said yeah. that coffee absorbs odors eight times more than baking soda. So you, so it's the same idea. It gets wow. tainted really, really quickly. You know, if people, if like if your coffee's ground and if it's sitting out, it's... It's going to cease to taste, it's going to just suck all the flavors and odors and everything out of wherever it is. It's going to cease to be, it's going to cease to taste like what it's supposed to, very, very soon. Okay, so, I think I've
0: told you this, you may have forgotten, but some of those cigars, those short filler cigars Mm -hmm. that I've infused, Mm -hmm. I actually stuck some of them in coffee grounds, Mm -hmm. we've we've smoked them before. I wonder what the coffee grounds would taste like if we brewed coffee, would it just taste horrible? Probably. Probably. (laughs) I'm not a guess. (laughs) It might be fun to... Try sometime, but um, and actually, I thought those were good. If you remember, those for a short filler cigar, just thrown in a yeah. container of coffee, those tasted really good. Yeah, I do remember that. And those are the same ones I stick in the
1: scotch bottles. Do you have how many of those do you have? You mean in the scotch bottles? I mean, of those cigars, how many did you get? Because it seems like you've made a lot of those.
0: I I have. I can't remember what came in the box. If it was fifty or whatever, okay. but I probably got. I don't I don't think I have twenty left, but okay. they really close to that.
1: That are that are virgin that are haven't haven't been infused with anything or have you? Have I don't think I have, have any them. that are virgin. Okay. So I think they've all been done something with. I'm I'm looking
0: when I empty another Scotch bottle, I'm looking for something to put in the Scotch bottle. Because they're just a hair big. Uh. I think they were like a forty two ring gauge and they need to be something smaller like a pantella or a lancero. I <laughs> So, I'm trying to find a. Actually, I'm, I'm not. Even though I like them, I'm not wanting to get a short filler. This time, I'm wanting to get a, a legitimate long filler cigar for a couple bucks a pop. Mm-hmm.
1: I like your people here. Hi, Mom.
0: I thought I smelled smoke. Oh my gosh, you stink. You give me a hug. No. <laughs> I'll come in in a little bit. Okay. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: oh,
1: oh. So, mm. Doug's mom is here to visit. Yep, that's for awesome a, for a week. See her grandgirls. Cool. How far away? Six or seven hours. Six or seven hours. Wow, that's, that's significant. Yeah. She left
0: this morning early. So cool, cool. And, oh. uh, well. So
1: what else has been happening in in the world? I don't know. I Something crossed my plate this morning, and I don't even know if it's worth talking about because I feel like it's such an easy, settled issue in my mind, but maybe some people haven't heard a lot of talk about it. And that is the difference between, there There was somebody, some, some talking head or whatever that was talking about, that was asserting that abortion and the death penalty were the same thing. And then if you were against abortion, you were automatically <clears throat> against the death penalty. And I thought, that's, that's all backwards. I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, but... Sure, let's. I think it's something that, uh, I don't know, do people have this conversation? Because I've been cornered by that before. Mm-hmm. As somebody asked me if I was pro-life. I said, yeah, I'm pro-life. And then he sort of twisted my arm and said, oh, then you're against the death penalty if you're pro-life. And i was like, ah, well... I didn't. We didn't have that conversation, but...
0: Well, I, you know, I... Again, sometimes I like to have my thoughts ready to give people, and of course, so to give them the short answer, but be able to back it up. Yeah. If I'm pro-life, then I value someone's life so much that if someone else kills them, then they should suffer the death penalty.
1: It's because mm-hmm. I value yeah. the life of the person that was murdered. Well, see, that's... that's to me, it's kind of a stupid comment, because, because an, a baby in the womb, dare I say an innocent baby in the womb, I mean, they haven't done anything, positive or negative, but they're in the womb, is not guilty. A person that has committed and been convicted of a capital offense is guilty, you know, to, so to equate the two and say that they're the same caliber of person, and that they're the, they have the same claims to rights and everything, I think is, I I just I don't understand how somebody can do that math. So teach me.
0: I think they're just <laughs> trying to set up a straw man and knocking down the straw man instead of knocking down your argument. Oh, if you're pro life, then
1: yeah.
0: how could you how could you murder somebody? Well, you're not murdering somebody. You're you're valuing life so much that um, you would. To be supportive of of taking the life away from someone who murdered someone else, and I, you know, on one hand, it's hard for me now to understand someone who wouldn't get that because it's so clear in my mind that it's a that it's a, I mean, take take abortion off off the table, just the death penalty. That's valuing life that much. Um, <clears throat> you know, if, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm. I've never thought this through. I've never had a discussion about this, but I would almost be supportive of the death penalty for rape.
1: Yeah, I um, think I would be. I, I, I think I can tell you right now. I would be. I would be in favor of that.
0: So, <coughs> I think I would like. Without thinking it through, I'd say yes. I would be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, uh, if you want to jump to Harvey Weinstein without talking about this we can. Sure. Let's do. I had a great thought and this was totally planned to talk about on the recording. So, here's my statement. I want to pass a law that says if a woman goes up goes into a man's apartment with him and removes an item of clothing, she can't charge him with rape. <clears throat> want to pass a law that says that
1: <clears> okay <throat> comment all right <laughs> all right this is this is intense okay i disagree with that law completely because if okay just hy- hypothetical i mean that so it's cold outside it's not cold in the apartment she comes in takes off her jacket he rapes her in, with Im- immunity. I agree with you. Okay, so that's a dumb law,
0: right there. <laughs> well, no, what if no. Would, no, no. The, all she has to do is if she, just think, just don't go up to his apartment.
1: Yeah, that would save a lot of people from bad situations. I think so. And if it just saves one, maybe it is worth passing a law. <laughs> I heard that once. Somebody said that. If you haven't figured out, the, the whole purpose of saying this was,
0: was, to, was to try to talk about some things. But I, what I was thinking is, well, what would I teach my daughter? I would teach my daughter, don't go, don't go up to a guy's apartment. In fact, I probably wouldn't even go as far as to say, if you went up to the apartment, don't take your shirt off. I would just say, don't go up to his apartment. And I thought, what if we tried to pass a law? Everybody would be throwing a fit. And you're saying, no, I'm trying to protect women. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, oh no, no, you're just yeah. <laughs> but I mean, wouldn't that just be like, oh, of course, it's a bad idea to go up there. It's a bad idea to disrobe if I'm gonna if I'm worried about this person raping me. You know, it's like, you know, how about the idea? How in fact, let's just make it illegal. Don't go up to a man's apartment and remove clothing until you're ready. How let's just make that law.
1: Yeah. You know what? Uh, yeah. I... <laughs> I think you're doing well at illustrating the <laughs> futility of, of all of this.
0: Well I have to admit It's just
1: like well uh, go ahead. You go first and then I'll go where I'm going.
0: I have to admit I was surprised when somebody said, you know what? We used to protect women. When we had social barriers that said, hey, you know, if we Somebody s- said this. If we yeah, if we see you walking upstairs going to some guy's apartment, shame on you. And like, yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing to say, shame on that girl for going up to his apartment. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. It's dangerous. And it's not because I'm forcing my morals on you. It's because it's a bad freaking yeah. idea. Well,
1: it's yeah, it's, da- <laughs> it's dangerous in the sense of something bad could happen in the form of an assault. But it's also dangerous morally to, do, to put yourself in situations like that. Oh, but yeah. you're not allowed to say that. See, you <laughs> may wonder why at least the problems increase. <laughs> oh, no it's, but But along that same line of thinking... Every time somebody shoots up a place and kills people and they want to make all these laws, that's the first. That's always the first thing that comes out of my mouth is like, why don't they just make killing people illegal? And then... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that should solve it, right? Yeah. Oh, wait. It is illegal. Oh, yeah. It is illegal. Oh, yeah. Rape is illegal. <laughs> yeah. Rape is illegal. Oh, my gosh. I know. So, yeah. So, again, like, we're circled, circled around here, but it's like, I've thought about this a lot and I, I don't want to make this too huge of a discussion, but being a farmer, I always have people tell me ideas that I should do on the farm or whatever. Like, yo, you should do this this way. You should do that that way. And then some of them are valid. Some of them aren't. But the question I always come down to is, okay, is it going to make me more money? Is it going to make me more efficient? You know, is it going to make my costs less or my income more? Because that's what a lot of business, that's like in a business. That's how you make the decision, right? Uh-huh. Well, I'm taking the long way to say How do you then make it, like, quote, air quotes, profitable to people to be moral? Like, to me, you have to sort of cross that bridge and you have to explain to them, this is why you should live morally. This is how it's going to benefit you. But that's difficult when you're not allowed to talk about morals. You have to sort of, like, package it in some sort of, like, profit language or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and I have to be careful because as a Christian, there's there's part of me I want to promote bringing glory to God. I want to show why God is beautiful and lovable. I don't necessarily want to tell you you'll be better off for doing this because that just instills right. selfishness. Yeah, that self is the, still at yeah. the center of it. And and so and that's I think that I think that's the. The battle of the human heart is getting it's not just delayed gratification it'll be better for me in 10 years if i don't do this now no that's selfish um it brings glory to god to live this way and uh, you know a person that's not a christian (laughs) doesn't love god won't get that so i'm okay with telling them the moral advantages Mm -hmm. but we've got to the point in our culture where you like you can't anymore say, gee, it's a bad idea to go up into that guy's apartment, young lady. In fact, um, maybe you shouldn't even be hanging out with that guy. Maybe you shouldn't be going to dinner with him. But definitely, if you go up to his apartment, don't take your shirt off. Don't go into a dark room and start making out if you're not going to have sex with him. You know, it's like, these are... You know, I'm, I'm not trying to force Christianity on you. I'm saying, you're putting yourself in a dangerous situation. And our culture says, no, we should we should be free. And I would say, you're not free at all.
1: Yeah. You're in danger. Well, that's... And that's another thing that has to be pointed out. Is that how can you... How can you make moral claims if you have already thrown morality away? How, how can you say, okay... How can you say in one breath, there is no God, there is no absolute right and wrong. Okay. Live your life then. And then, and then heaven forbid... You get raped, but then you want to make moral claims like this was wrong. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Well, you've already started. You've already said you're going to live your life by a standard in which there is no right and wrong, and you just do what you should, what you want to do, do what you feel like doing. Well, apparently that guy felt like having sex with you. How can you say that that's wrong? So, I, I mean, I'm not <clears throat> okay. You know, I I know somebody could take something that I say and get right. all mad about it. Well, I'm just trying to illustrate the point that you you gotta you can't have both. You can't have it both ways. There, and I agree that was wrong. Yeah, Yep. Yeah.
0: And rape is always wrong, even if you do ten stupid things up before the rape. Yeah. It, rape is still wrong. Yeah, but don't do those ten stupid things. Yeah. I mean, you. you we care about we're guys and daughters. We say don't do it. We guys, guys, and, guys daughters. and daughters know how to know how to. Tell single women to behave not only because and just because we're I mean partly because we're guys and partly because we have daughters like we we know the evil that exists or has existed or has the potential to come to fruition in our own hearts and my word you know. This probably goes without saying. I might have said it on another one of our podcasts, but when people start to say, "Oh, it's wrong for a person in power like Harvey Weinstein to use that power over the women," um, well, I want to say, well, if he can't use his power over the women, then the women can't use their power over him either. They can't—they can't go sleep with him to get apart. You need to stop them from doing it just as much as you're
1: stopping him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, because it cuts both ways. <coughs> I mean, I I guess at the end of the day, we have to acknowledge, and, you know, I I feel like even, and Doug, you've been in ministry, and I've been in ministry, I think even as people who have been in ministry, we've almost been conditioned or trained that we're not supposed to say things like this, but we we have to start saying things that this problem will never be solved unless people, again, turn back to God. It really will never be solved can't be solved aside from God. Yeah. That's that is the reality. There's no other way to do it. Social programs, training, laws, it's just you're never going to you're never going to solve it unless people turn back to God. How are we doing on time? Um, I don't know exactly, okay. but we're getting we could do whatever we want. Okay. Okay. Well, and I'm, my cigar is
0: almost up. I know yours is a little a little faster than, a little shorter than mine, so, for
1: whatever reason. Is it getting warm? A little bit. It's, like I said, it was burning hot. Like, that was something yeah. I did notice at this. It felt like it was burning hot from the beginning. Well, I'm, based on
0: how fast this has been, well, it seems it's burning a little fast. Like, I'm guessing by the, how much of the cigar is burnt that we're getting close to an hour. That's why I was wondering. Like, I would say the length of this cigar sh- for a normal cigar would have gone over an hour but I'm guessing Mm -hmm. that these will go about an hour because they're going fast
1: and you know something else about this I was thinking as far as time and how the cigar is going is that since it is so light and unabrasive and and just a sweet creamy as the as the label or the description says I've been working it pretty hard I've been kind of smoking it because it's not it's not wearing me out so I'm just going to keep I keep going after it yeah
0: I, I, and I do want to remember that you mentioned it's not it's not a dry smoke. There's uh, there is a little yeah. bit of oil that keeps it nice mm-hmm. on the tongue. Because I, I have had a few dry smokes that I've enjoyed, but generally I don't want a smoke to be dry. Yeah, it's going to have to really wow me in other places if it's a dry smoke. And this mm-hmm. one's really nice, even though it's mild. So what is that that's causing that, <clears throat> or that's providing? Somebody smarter could probably tell you. I would bet it's the wrapper or the binder. Okay, problem, just being an oily. Some some are a little oilier than others. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's the Dominican-grown <laughs> Habano wrapper that was grown from Cuban seed and crossbred with the Nicaraguan. I'm making that it's up. It's beautiful. So. <laughs> it's
1: good. You should be a copywriter. I was just gonna. I often. I mean, the way my brain thinks, I was thinking it was that Cavendish, but hmm. is that even possible?
0: Um, I would
1: say it's. Mm, I mean.
0: Okay, the pipe tobacco would tend to be damp, um, but, but it wouldn't. But said, not oily, mm-hmm. right? So, I, I could see where that could, one one could throw you. Um, so, it threw me. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, by the way, because this one was good good enough, there's another one that has something to do with. It's got Latakia tobacco in it. And I think it might have been aged with
1: whiskey or something, or. Might be worth trying. Yeah, so. A lot of Kia. That's uh, strong tobacco, isn't it? That is the
0: tobacco that is, is um, it's smoked. It, the, the tobacco itself
1: um, is aged in smoke. okay. <clears throat> so. What do they use? To, what do they burn when they're Whoa. doing that? I can't or remember. Sabaguka. I used
0: I used to know. No wise one. I used to know. I can't remember. There's two kinds of basically two kinds of smoked tobacco. Dark Fired Kentucky is a burley that is smoked, and Latakia. The, the 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 main difference is, in in my opinion, and not only that, I'm trying to give facts, not just my opinion. But Dark Fired Kentucky is a little more earthy and and smoky and sweet. Latakia is smoky, but there's a barbecuey kind of element to it. I don't know if that has to do with the the way it's been smoked or that it's usually blended with Oriental tobaccos which give it quite a different flavor profile. So, uh, you know, without a doubt, if I'm cooking steaks on the grill, I'm smoking a lot of Kia blend. It's just, that's... Because that that
1: barbecue... They go together. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So... uh... All right. Well, you feel like wrapping up, or ah, uh, are we at that time? You did your timer go off? Or uh, I hard? haven't set a timer. We'll oh, I hard. thought you set an hour.
0: Okay. Well, Probably sure. Let's let's wrap the cigar. Give your final thoughts.
1: Well. Okay. Final thoughts. The Durango. Which one was this? The Fox and the Hound. Fox and the Hound. Did it? It didn't smoke like a traditional fine cigar, and it didn't smoke like a pipe. It smoked like something totally different, I, in, my, in my book. But it was—I liked it. It was sweet and creamy and vanilla, just like the the, the description said. It was very unabrasive, like we talked about it the, with the oil. It's it's a, it's a moist smoke, you might say. And uh, and I would smoke it again for pleasure. Um, maybe not a staple, but it's, I'm not gonna turn one down in the future. Right. I'm not sure, so the only thing I have to add, you you explained everything perfectly.
0: Um, I think it took a few minutes to get started, and it got Mm -hmm. better. Definitely. If if I just say, is this a good cigar, I would say it's kind of boring. But if I say, if if I'm not saying cigar, but am I saying, is this interesting, not, you know, I... um, It was was worth going back to and trying again. But for the price, because they're pricey, I... Mm. I probably wouldn't spend the money again for this one. I'd rather smoke something else because the price matters. Yep. But I've enjoyed it. I didn't... At the beginning, I didn't think I was going to. It was a little bit boring, but it's it's been pleasant. So...
1: Well, we've tried to think positively because we... Like we said... I don't know if we said it on the record or not, but we want to like it. We want to like it because it's a pipe tobacco <laughs> cigar. It seems like it's a good idea. So, um...
0: Excellent. Well, uh... We appreciate you listening to Doug and Joe Talk... And uh, comment, write us, do whatever it is that, that people want to hear from you. We'd like to hear from you. and uh, appreciate you listening and we'll have something else for you in a week or so. Tata, later. Oh, I gotta unlock it.